to the Skeptic Wire. Let's try this again. No. Keep going. Okay. It is a 116th recording of The Skeptic Wire for the 26th of June, 2013. I am your host, Gary Lawn, and with me this week are Greg Perrine. I am absorbing electrons through my feet as we speak. You're not grounded. And Donald Swafford. I, yeah, I'm too tired. I got nothing. You did that last week. Uh, hold on. Let me think or two weeks ago. Hold on, I think of something. I really haven't thought of. Maybe you should go walk walk on the ground and it'll clear yeah, your mind. Yeah, you know what? That's probably true. That's probably well, my what I carpet do. probably has enough dirt on it to be considered ground. Ew. <laughs> Could be. Could be. So, yeah, everybody's weak, good. Everybody grounded and earthed. I think I've actually finally gotten enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I have not. Okay. Good for you. Basically, something happened in my personal life about a week and a half ago or so, and it's one of those things that makes you realize how hard it is to every day to be the better person, mm-hmm. and how easy it is to be angry at the world. And, and not just a little bit of PTSD? Just a little bit, yeah. And, and just kind of like thinking, not getting a lot of sleep, and, and, and that kind of stuff, so... but. It's, it's one of those tr- things where it's tough to be the rational humus to think that the earth, the earth, the world should be fair. Yeah. And, you know, the villains should wear black hats and get their just desserts in the end and that sort of stuff. So. Have you tried writing it down? Writing your thoughts down? I, it's occurred to me. I have found that when I'm having trouble um, sleeping for reasons like that, it helps to just write down what I'm thinking. And it's kind of like... I don't know. Cathartic. It, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's cathartic. So it's just a way to get out, and I find yeah. myself sleep. Unless, of course, it's something really bad, and something else pops in my brain. But it's usually yeah. not the thing I wrote down. It's, it's something a follow up. Like, oh, well, yeah, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to do that when you're thinking of the twenty things you have to do tomorrow, yeah. and you write down your to do list, and then you're it's out of your mind. It's fine when. This is just one of those situations where things just keep rolling around in yeah, your head. Yeah, no, but... but uh, you rethink situations 20 times. There have been studies yeah. that have shown yeah. that that people who do suffer from PTSD, it helps to keep a journal, just yeah. to write this stuff down. This is not pseudoscience. It doesn't work yeah. for everybody, though, of course. So mm. it's And it's, it's just one of those unfortunate things where you just kind of work through it, and you're not looking for the easy solution of, well, I'll just pray it away, or, you know... I have access to napalm. (laughs) That's also not a solution. (laughs) Well, it is a a solution. (laughs) It is not a viable solution that will keep me out of trouble. This is true. This is true. And that is an important thing. It depends if you get caught. And just to say, you know, I have, like I said, I haven't had a lot of sleep. Things have been a little weird. But today thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to do the show after two weeks away pre-recording last week's show and having that weird time flip of doing episodes out of order 
Yeah, that was weird. This, especially because you know I'm I'm on a strict diet, and so each week I change, and so having my other week's diet, and then coming back to my pre. No, I'm just kidding. I, I really don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 idea of oh yeah, we're gonna do the show and the energy and the fun of friends and talking things out and ranting about dumb Texas politicians for an hour. <laughs> it's like I can look forward to that. Yeah. Well, glad to be of help. Yes. So do we have a birthday today? Yes. Yes. But I want to hear Donna's story about meeting celebrities. Oh, yeah. Celebrity. And now for Skeptic Wire's Celebrity Corner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this past week was the San Antonio Film Festival, and I am on the board of the San Antonio Film Festival. Where's that held? In San Antonio. Good to know. What kind of board is it? Is it like an oak board or uh, a nice walnut? <laughs> no, it'd be more like an elk. Pressed, pressed, pressed. Uh, elm, not elk. Elm. Elk. Elk. <laughs> that poor, elm. That poor elk. Well, you, you elm oak. You cut slices of elk and then you kind of squish them together like the compressed board. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, sort of like the cell. That's how they make yeah. IKEA stuff. From elk. out of elk. Except it has an umlaut over the E. Yes. Ulk. <laughs> Ulk. Um, so, when we should have been recording last week, if we had stuck to our schedule, I was didn't. actually out um, working with uh, Seth Green and Lou Taylor Pucci and Alonso Mayo, who came in for the film fest. They really kind of opened up our, our main night with their movie, The Story of Luke, which is a really great movie. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, Seth Green was on all the time. A he, little kind of ADHD? Oh, yeah, not just a little. Okay. <laughs> um, just going. Uh, Lou Taylor Pucci is also the guy, he's in the new Evil Dead movie. He's the guy who reads the book, who kind of starts the whole Evil Dead movie of, you know, bringing the spirits back and all of this jazz. The guy that I yelled at incessantly through the movie going don't open the book it's covered in skin don't open the book <laughs> don't read it it says do not read <laughs> but no he's got to be an academic and want to know what's in the deadly book I, I didn't do that book says do not read how can you read that it says do not read without reading it it says do not read further okay plot hole filled it probably has an ellipsis yeah and you're like well I gotta find out what that means that's just temptation. Um, but that was a really great, like I said, it was a really great time getting to know uh, Seth and Lou and Alonzo. And they actually went on, their movie actually went on to win the grand prize at our film festival. Which cool. is what? A, uh, a, a little rubber uh, ducky. Pretty much. Taco, taco palatial <laughs> palace uh, plate. Pretty much. Well, <laughs> with a little rubby duck, rubber ducky that's been fished out of the river walk placed on top of it and bronzed. <laughs> right. Um, and then on Friday night, we did a screening of a movie called Sanitarium, which will be coming out on DVD in October. And it stars uh, Robert Englund, as well as John Glover and Chris Mulkey. And it was filmed here in San Antonio. Oh. And all three of them came out for the film festival. And if you haven't been to our Facebook page and seen it, Robert Englund was kind enough to do a little advertising for us. So go check it out. 
So you, so that's a pretty neat thing for him to do. But tell us the backstory of where that came from. Well, the backstory came from is um, when I was taking him to his hotel. He he wanted to go to his hotel and rest, and he was all like, "Yeah, I'm just going to watch pay per view, and I've got to catch up on my my podcasts." And so we got talking about podcasts, and he said that you that he listened to one of our competitors, and so I naturally the big skeptical podcast. <laughs> And so I naturally... Skeptics are us? Something like that. We should have named our show that. Damn it. 116 episodes in and we're going to change it. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, here, why don't you listen to ours? And I gave him a card. And the next day he was all like, you guys do a really good show. You guys really are irreverent. Because <laughs> I did give him the forewarning that, that we were... That we don't have the clean tag. Yeah. That's how I put it. Yeah. And so he listened and he offered to do a little commercial for us and Sweet. it was really nice of him. And I have to say this about Robert Englund. Um, he is Mr. Armchair Academic. He knows a little about everything and just a fascinating person to talk to. Cool. Plus and he, he has was Freddy really Krueger. Cool, and he has that cool voice. Yeah. He kind of pissed me off how, how cool his voice was even on, on like a, a, a cell phone. phone. <laughs> Like, oh, man. <laughs> That's why he's a professional actor. <laughs> that is why he is a professional, professional actor. <laughs> Fuck you all. What I said five minutes ago about I was glad that I was going to come. You guys were going to come here tonight. We were going to do another show. And yippee, that's going to pull me out of my doldrums. Go to hell. <laughs> That's too funny. But, Do you want to know whose fucking birthday it is? <laughs> All right, so birthday, 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 birthday. Do I have a birthday? Yes, we have a birthday. Um, this is a person who is born. Fuck. Uh, John Born. No, the Born identity. Jason Born. Jason Born. Fred Born. His his uh, twin brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Born of a virgin. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ever claimed that. Um, oh, that kind of guy. This person was born June 26th, 1928, so he's 85 years old. Still alive? Yes, still okay. alive. And I, I, can't, I can't remember the exact number, um, but it, apparently he claims that he's going to live until he's 144. Uh, is it, that's not Kurzweil. No. Um, the, the uh, Camping? Who's already had like five strokes? Harold Camping, yeah. the preacher. No, no. Is he a religious figure? Um, no. He's oh. he's on the sciency side-ish. He's an inventor. He's an inventor. Not good. Uh, no. Ron Pope, that guy. You know Who? the 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 dehydrator guy. No, but you're getting closer. Yeah. The guy who invented Amway. No. All right. This person is Japanese. Now, when I found this person, I didn't know if you guys would get it in 30 seconds or not get it at all because I had never heard of this person, but apparently he's really fucking famous in Japan. And when he came over the States sometimes, several cities declared it, um, you know, him day. They, he got the key to some cities, and he was a, like a Japanese. honorary citizen of Maryland or something. George Hold W. On. Bush said the, he was the guy, a nice guy. The guy who came up Hold with the Ginzu on. knife. I I don't no, know, but I know I, this. 
Yakamoto Genzu, because that's not racist no, at all. You're getting um, closer. Um, Nakamata. That, that's pretty darn close to what his name is. Uh, Yosh- Yoshiro Nakamatsu. 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 Dr. Nakamatsu is, is what he's been nicknamed. Okay. Sir Dr. Nakamatsu, because apparently, like, Malta gave him a knighthood. <laughs> and so he's like, I am Sir Dr. Nakamatsu. Oh, yeah. it, it, because it's easier for the yeah, English na- people to say Nakamatsu. they've nicknamed, he's allowed himself to be nicknamed Dr. Nakamatsu, as opposed to Nakamatsu. Which is Wasn't he one of the, yeah, the we... robots in Rock'em Sock'em Robots? <laughs> Nakamatsu. No, he's got like 8,000 like ideas and, and inventions. And one of them is he's going to live to at least 144. Yeah, apparently. Considering the, the guy, the oldest documented living guy who was Japanese, just died, what, last week? It at was 116? 116. Yeah. So, he yes, he has over... Um, as of Wikipedia, but reinforced in other articles that were several years ago, he has about 4,000 or more patents, which wow. is apparently three or four times the the number that Edison have as a distant second. Um, and Edison faked half of it he by has, having other people do the work. Yes. <laughs> well, basically, he has it. this really eccentric lifestyle where he only sleeps four hours a day from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m., he only eats one meal a day, which is this um, pre-planned kind of mixture of seaweed and chicken liver. And, and he for sure and... only eats... Well, he's 85, so yeah. he, it's not like he's probably going out there running marathons. Well, it's, it's not like the Breathitarians right. who were in the news a couple a week or so ago about you know living on light. No, he actually eats food. He just yeah. he believes that you don't that we eat too much. Sure, so he has right one that. basically kind of big meal, I guess, that lasts him through the day. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of... He's very quirky in that he built himself a solid gold-plated bathroom because he thought that the gold blocked out radio signals that would interfere with his creativity. So and he didn't rather use, than build a Faraday cage... <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't build it with nails because he thought those also interfered with creativity somehow. So Could be? Uh, and, and, not, and apparently but... he's very fond of thinking that um, if he swims and then dives down and holds his breath until he's nearly out of breath and is basically starving his brain of oxygen, that's where he gets some of his best ideas. Now that's an interesting thought. So that's why thought. I bring him up as a skeptical person because he's he is an inventor. He's ba- he invented some very simple things like a golf putter that chimes when you hit it in the correct way. Very practical, yeah. money-making kind of thing. But he also invented Dr. Nakamatsu Love Gel, which is apparently <laughs> the stuff that you spritz. I don't know if you spritz it or you spray it or you rub it. But on the female genitalia area, and apparently it makes sex much, much better. And um, he claims to have tested it, in quotes, 10,000 times. But that he doesn't, it's something like he doesn't make the sex, he just does the measurements or something like that. Okay. So his ideas seem to be all over the place, but he's, he, so he's weird and non-skeptical in the whole radio waves and the golden bathroom thing, but also apparently... When back in the 1950s, 
he was listening to a record of Beethoven's Fifth, and he heard the scratches and the pops, and was like, I wish it could be better. I wish the fidelity was better. Apparently, he, from that, he came up with the idea of the floppy disk, in that using light and magnets to read off media. So he must have been listing the Beethoven's Fifth on a turntable yes. with his love gel, and so that's probably where he came up with floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I get I why was... you're laughing with the floppy disk thing. Okay. Although, funny enough, also, uh, when you said spritz, the first thing I thought of was Frank Zappa uh, stick it out from Joe's Garage when he's speaking German and Never mind. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah, but I mean, so he 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 does have a patent on the basics for floppy disks, which, according to IBM, they invented in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. But they have a licensing agreement, just so they really basically don't have to deal with the kind of like a Apple Samsung patent war kind of thing. <laughs> right. So they have a deal which is non-disclosed. That's fine. But he really kind of plays up this whole mystique around himself, and he does apparently believe in his own myth of this super creativity. That's good. I, I'm, you know, so a a <laughs> lovable, kind eccentric who is in his own way trying to make the world a better place, even yeah. if he is a little weird. Yeah. Although going back to the um, his autoerotic asphyxiation thing and coming up with with <laughs> okay. ideas, those are separate things. But okay, it, it's I'm not necessarily hold his breath until yeah, it's he not necessarily dies. autoerotic. Let's not yeah. besmirch his well reputation. That, that, that it, that's an interesting idea because it, you, when your brain is starved of oxygen, weird things happen. So for him to to, I guess he does it regularly. Yeah, often enough. I mean, basically, he'll bring a waterproof pad and, like, a wax pencil down with him. And if he gets an idea, he'll scratch that out and he'll come up. It's not like he's trying to kill himself. No, 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 I I understand that, but he brings himself to a point where uh, weird things... It's basically like doing drugs, only um, more lethal if something goes wrong. More lethal if something goes wrong, but also shorter side effects. Yeah. If something doesn't except, go wrong. Except for the guy who um, tore off his wiener uh, after doing mushrooms this week. <laughs> yeah. It's been a weird week. It's been a fucking weird week. And this guy just adds to it. Yeah, so weird inventor and and born uh, 1928, June 26th. So what's, what's his weirdest invention? Did they have, like... Um, all right. Uh, some of the ones that they, they list on Wikipedia. Uh, Cerebrex, an armchair that supposedly improves your mental function. This one was particularly neat. A condom that has a magnet in it. I assume a very small magnet. Not one of those big wily coyote U-shaped magnets. Is it a rare earth magnet? I don't know. It, it just says magnet. That is <laughs> walking <laughs> next to the... <laughs> Excuse me, honey. I have to go to the refrigerator. <laughs> so you pull women towards you with this magnet. No, no, no. no. It's, supposed, it's supposed to increase sensitivity... Because electricity is generated by the blood vessels in the female organs based on Fleming's left-hand rule. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's true, we might be able to get regular reception in the vagina. I get, sure. <laughs> and the last kind of fun one that was mentioned in different articles that I read about the guy. Apparently he invented a wig that has a strap off it. A strap-off, not a strap-on. Exactly. That 
basically, if you need to defend yourself, you whip off the wig, and with this strap, you basically use the wig for self-defense. Okay. So... That sounds like something that was really popular in the 70s. Yeah, it's, it, it's, <laughs> from what I can tell from this guy, it seems like he just thinks up lots and lots and lots of stuff and tries to see how much will stick. Yeah, well... I mean, he apparently had a big hand in digital watches, CDs, DVDs, the fax machine, all those kind of stuff, the floppy disk, like I said, but also he invents silly golf putters and... Um, yeah, but one of the, one of the things uh, that... I've heard that made an impact on me, and unfortunately, I can't remember who I heard this from. But it's it's from a woman who her she's an idea person, so she goes around, she gets paid to come up with ideas for companies, and she said the only difference between me and you is that I follow through on all the ideas, right? You know, because I think almost everybody. Has the I hate broad brushes, but well, I'm sure you and I have ideas for new time. songs yeah, all the time. Don has down. ideas for new movies all the time. Yeah, that we don't yeah. write down, or it's like, or or we start thinking, oh, how stupid. Whereas this guy, a putter yeah. that goes ping, you know. Yeah. Sure, let's do, do it. Do you have the putter that goes ping? <laughs> and he's all well, like, yes, I do. yes, I do, right here. Exactly, it's the most expensive machine in the hospital. So, so good on him. But it's it, like you said. If you have all these ideas and you start writing, like I, the song challenge thing got me starting to write again musically, mm-hmm. which has made as opposed my... to atonally. <sighs> <laughs> You're just sitting around going, uh, uh. <laughs> no, that well, would be great. Me. Now I have to rewrite my next song because he just <laughs> spoiled it for everybody. Well, so in to say America. no, that would be me trying to do the song challenge. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Yes. It's a been a fucked up week, it's isn't it? It's a been a fucked, fucked up, up. week. <laughs> In America, it's been a very fucked up. I don't know up. where the Chico Marx Tootsie Fruitsy ice cream accent came from. I don't know. Yeah, well, you all didn't spend... 45 minutes in a car with a drunk Seth Green listening to him go for 45 minutes go in Soviet Russia <laughs> car drive you in Soviet Russia road bump you <laughs> allegedly for 45 minutes and I was just sitting there going I'm a highly educated person I'm a highly educated person I'm a highly educated person Which if cra- you were drunk you'd be doing the same thing yeah Probably, but I wasn't, so... So, uh, Somebody had to be sober. (laughs) Well, considering how many quote-unquote designated drivers are actually drunk, I'm glad you didn't drink. Yeah, Yeah, that was... um, Oh, yeah, that was another show. We posted it, but also it was covered on the Famists, Skeptically Podcast. The Famists. We'll just call them the Famists. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, some good news... Mostly for, in politics. Uh, well, let's start. Let's start with the SCOTUS, which f- follows directly from Mr. Yamagatsu's. What the hell is his name? Nakamatsu. Nakamatsu, because SCOTUS sounds funny and dirty, <laughs> just like POTUS, just like Doctor Nakamatsu's love gel. <laughs> exactly. Supreme Court of the United States. That would be the SCOTUS. Uh, released some judgments, some rulings on uh, a couple of things. Uh, first was the Defense of Marriage Act, which they said is unconstitutional. Yes. 
so, under equal protection. Okay. It was a, it was basically about someone who was married legally in I think it was New York, and Edith when Windsor. her partner died, she had to pay a big tax bill because normally if you're married you don't have that tax bill you have an yeah. inheritance waiver essentially, mm-hmm. and they said no that's not fair and Supreme Court agreed five to yeah. four but they agreed. Yeah, and so that's had some uh, good repercussions because one somebody who is going to be deported because. Uh, in a gay marriage, um, was now legally recognized as, Correct. as having a as, as having a spouse, and so they they, they put a stay on, on, on his deportation. deportation. So that's you know good federal benefits yeah. and tax um, filing stuff can now be. I don't know if that'll be allowed yet because I'm sure there are a lot of rules that have to change as there's the months probably, go by. And, and then there's the on whether or not. Gay, uh, gay marriage is allowed in certain states. Right. It is all dependent on whether or not you were married in a state that recognizes gay marriage. So if you were married in one of the the now 13 states, because um, we do have to include California for purposes of this argument right now, which we will get to in a minute. Um Will. Your marriage is considered yes. valid for the 1,138 legal protections that f- are met federally, which will include eventually taxes, inheritance, and if you're a military spouse, this is guaranteeing you health care, on-base housing. Uh, Arlington pro- burial stuff. Right. Yeah. That whole nine yards. But, of course, somebody's going to join a bill, some part of, of it. Should be interesting to see the legal challenges that really start hitting with things like the tax code, like inheritance and stuff, but also things like, all right, you go to, let's say, uh, what's one with uh, New York, and get your marriage, but you live in New Jersey. If you're allowed to marry as an out-of-state resident, like sometimes you can, will you, you know, you you go to New Jersey and say, well. The equal protection thing about marriage says that marriage has to be recognized in all the other states. Mm-hmm. You, I have to. I should be able to file my New Jersey taxes as married. Yeah. And lawsuits ensue, and slowly but surely there is change. Yeah. yeah. It's under the Full Faith and Credit Act. It'll be interesting to see how you are uh, an edu- highly educated person, <laughs> despite what your designated driving experience may make you feel. But it'll be interesting to see how socially things change, because one of the jokes is they should let the same-sex marriages go through, because that will increase um, marriage counselors and just putting... Put, the wedding industry. Wedding industry. <laughs> and, and, of course, the divorce industry. <laughs> so you've got the lawyers and the priests, except for the ones that won't do it, who don't have to, fine. But the people who can, you know, the secular humanists... Uh, Unitarians, the Unitarians, and all the people that will do it—you know—they're going to be get right in that niche. And I have to say this: gay weddings are fabulous. And the last one that I went to was like a four-day event, <laughs> and that was a lot of money pumped into the economy. But it was just such a great wedding. I'm yeah. just saying, guys <laughs> might want to consider this. I mean, the economy does need that little bit of a boost. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's sort of sort of like the the foundation series, you know, where they they go. Through war, and then they they go through trade, and then so they start trading washers and dryers to these people who who they hate, and then the the people who they hate can't do without the washers and dryers, so they become friends, so they can have better washers and dryers. This is no different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
They, anyway. they tried first with Broadway, but not everybody needs Broadway. <laughs> so, not to put on that stereotype too high. I know plenty of non-Broadway, geeky, not, you know, hello, gay people. Most people who I know <laughs> who are gay. Most Jerry Lewis? Exactly. <laughs> Lady. I don't know any Gleevan kind of homosexuals. So, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I really have almost no idea what you're saying these days. Gleevan? 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 Yeah, it's kind of a weird... Okay. The, the, who's I, the, what's it? I, uh, I hear Glee. Jerry Lewis would occasionally have weird utterances. And, True. And it's also kind of Dr. Frank from The Simpsons, who's Jerry Lewis-esque. Oh. Yeah, I... Yeah. Wait a minute. You've lost Gary, me. you're the one who's supposed to be digging a hole and not getting out of it. <laughs> So No, I go. think that you've kind of taken that job over tonight. So I'm going to switch over to California Prop 8. Okay! Which was also a ruling was kind of handed down in that the Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to hear the case trying to uphold Prop 8 and say it was a citizen referendum, so therefore it should stand, where a California court said, no, it's unconstitutional. And what happened was the state representatives, which... Both Democrats and Republicans said, nope, we're not going to defend this. You know, California state says, uh, state uh, Supreme Court says it's not legal. Okay, we're not going to defend it. So the private organizations who were really behind or in favor of Prop Hold 8. On. The former church. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Catholic church, black churches, etc., etc. <laughs> um and, you know, Family Research Council, Organization for Marriage, all this kind of stuff. They supported a legal challenge saying that this should still be the law of the land in California. The SCOTUS said, we have never actually... Supreme Court of the United States, does that not sound dirty? No, it doesn't. <laughs> all right, then I'll just go on with... Look, this. I will continue with my puerile entertainment, okay? Yes, the scrotum said... <laughs> the scrotum... The SCOTUS said that we don't ever hear cases where the state is not willing or actively against defending a law. Mm. And we're not about to start now, and we're not about to start with this thing. Yeah. So they essentially kick the can down the road in that they... Because if they ruled on gay marriage, yes or no, that would have more implications on all the... You know, 40 other states that have put in the marriage only between one man and one woman, constitutional and law yeah, I'm type sure, things. I'm sure Texas will probably take it up next year. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when, one, when one state fails, Texas is always ready to stand up and, and be as bigoted and stupid as possible. Like they yeah. did with the Voting Rights Act decision on oh. Tuesday? Was that What's Texas? It? I thought that was SCOTUS as well. No, no it was but SCOTUS, but... It, Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Don. Okay. They basically removed the um, calculation for determining in preclearance and how the lines are supposed to be drawn, and it's basically fucked Texas over because we were in the middle of having the argument over how the lines for redistricting were, and basically now it's a free-for-all in Texas. No, and yeah. the, the one provision that said before you put these maps in, you have to get federal oh, approval, well, that is, one little thing was taken out. So now they can put in a map or put in a voting ID law that 
includes essentially a poll tax to pay for a new ID yeah. if you're not going to get a driver's license. And only then can someone challenge the law, and then that'll be in effect for a couple years until it gets struck down. It was basically a defense, a preemptive defense against those kind of things, and now they're saying, nope, because it was written up in the 60s or 70s, the world has changed Changed. now. Yeah, Yeah, but the gerrymandering is still continuing, as we've seen. And for those of you who don't know uh, about Texas, uh, every couple of years they go through this redistricting process where the people who are supposed to represent a certain station want to stay in power, so they redistrict so that the people who will vote for them will be in their district. Rather than, say, someone from San Antonio <clears throat> representing where they live in San Antonio, there's, I, think it's, I think there's a guy from San Antonio or just north of San Antonio who does San Antonio and El Paso. Yeah. Yeah, there, and there's, there's nothing in Weird between. kind of flying spaghetti monster-shaped districts. Yeah, and oh. it's it's... Just stupid. And, and, and in defense, time consuming and wrong. That's well, not unique to Texas. No, no, well, it's, it's not. It's not but unique it's... to Texas. In addition, part of the problem was that we gained in the last census 4 million people. So we essentially gained four additional congressional spots. So we had to wow. redistrict. We were by law. So when they drew the map and it was declared unconstitutional, they couldn't go back to the previous map that had been used because of the census. So they have been arguing now for three years over what this, quote, map is supposed to look like. But because Texas has a history of suppressing minority votes, they (laughs) they had to pre-clear it, and basically now that's all been removed. Yay, this should be exciting. So the day after, or or the day of that decision by SCOTUS, uh, Greg Abbott is his name, I think the... uh, The the, Attorney General. The Attorney General of Texas basically said, oh, well then we can just go ahead with the uh, redistricting plans we had and the voter ID law that was being challenged. Screw it, we're going to do it anyway. Yep. All right. So it should be interesting. Because like, I mean, a prime example is Austin is broken into five different districts. Which, in some sense, un- you understand, like, well, Austin's a big population hub, so it can't be all one person. But if it's these weird kind of, you know, right. incursions. San Antonio and is you, in You do this little four. loop so it's, your daughter's high school exactly. is part of your district. And, it's it's yeah. made so the people who are currently in power stay in power. power. Right. And it, to hurt the people, basically right now, to hurt the Democrats. Yeah. yeah. The and Republicans, and, and the Democrats do the same thing when a, they're in power, although I think that was the 80s or something. Though. It gets done <laughs> by both sides. Yeah. It's not unique. But it's just amazing when you see that the foxes are in charge of the hen house and deciding how their districts are done, and they're yeah. not going to give up power unless they are forced to. Yeah. But speaking of Texas... As we have been for a while, we had a very interesting event mm-hmm. happen yesterday, Tuesday, the 25th of June, for those of you listening in the future. The future! Hello, future people! Uh, that, that'd be everybody listening to this, actually, because by the time this goes out, it'll be a couple of days old. Gary, we're live! Well, I was certainly live at this recording. Anyway. Won't be for much longer. Um... <laughs> the Texas legislature was trying to pass 
well, the Republicans in the legislature, were trying to pass a, uh, a state bill number five. Or Senate bill number Senate five. Bill. Senate bill number five, which is weird. I, I never understand how they name these, because you'd think they'd be beyond five by now. It's or, probably per session. Right, so this is like the fifth bill. In bill, the special bill. session. In a, oh, oh, in the special session. Ah, which was about uh, trying to, is effectively about abortion and abortion clinics. For people who don't know much about the state in Texas, the legislature apparently meets for something like 140 days every two years. So if not everything is done in that four or so month period, then the governor can call special sessions of X amount of days and X amount of dollars. He doesn't even have to provide pizza, the bastard. Right. (laughs) It is... Special sessions last 30 days at a cost of $27,300 per day, working out to about $810,000 for the entire special session. And we are now going into our second special session here in Texas for this and of course they legislative do session. Emergency things like the abortion bill, SB5. Yes. Tuesday, they, they attempted to pass it, but we had a Democratic se- uh, Senator. Wendy Davis. Uh, Wendy Davis stand up and talk a lot and <laughs> show democracy in action. Yes, her and her pink tennis shoes. Yes, right. Uh, and there has been some interesting fallout from that. You well, thought the the conservatives went apeshit over the gay marriage rulings. Yeah, but let's let's, let's talk about the bill first. Overall, the bill wasn't. Too bad. I mean, it was. Trying it wasn't to... trying to ban abortion outright. Right. Uh, it, the, the problem were certain very specific parts of it. Uh, one was trying to ban any abortion uh, twenty weeks and over. Now, they left provisions in for uh, rape, incest, for, for rape and incest, and, and the health of the mother, and for uh, de- de- deformities in, in, in the fetus. That would not have been that way if Representative Jody Lautenberg had had her way. She was the rep who basically said, well, you know, in hospitals they have those rape kits where women can get cleaned out after a rape. Yeah, they just have a turkey baser just suck that sperm right out. doesn't understand that, you know, you can explain being more anthropology of criminally stuff that a rape kit is basically not something that washes you out like an enema. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a uterus scrub. Yes. Right. It is no, it to is. To collect evidence of a rape. It is essentially a standard pap smear, with just a little extra combing, is how I'm going to put it. Because they are looking for bruising. They are documenting any sort of extraneous loose hairs, all of that. Just Plus, they are taking, they are looking to hopefully get a sperm sample to which they can identify the person who had raped the victim. It is not a preemptive or postemptive postemptive <laughs> abortion thing. It's just oh, bad science. Yeah, bad science. It, it, it shows some of like like Donna just said the horrible science of some of our representatives, but apparently the the people who just are hell bent on doing these laws just because they're ideology and they're willing to say anything to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's continue on what was in the bill, the objectionable, semi-objectionable ones that are in the bill, and then go back and, and start talking about... Uh, and yell at people. The, the people okay, yeah. go ahead. So 
let me see. In in court, in a civil or criminal proceeding, a woman's name would not be disclosed unless uh, they consented or the court uh, d- decided that disclosure was necessary for justice, which could be abused. Yes. Doctors would have to have admitting privileges at a local hospital within 30 miles of the clinic. and That's it, a problem with rural areas. That's like Texas a has big, a hell of a lot of rural it's, areas. It's, it's a big place. <laughs> and they also have to have the same setup as an ambulatory surgical center. A full-on surgical suite with the machine that goes big. With, yeah, it, yes, they have to have the machine. That, and that's the most expensive machine in the room, as we all know. And then it would also uh, adopt the legislative findings that an unborn fetus that is older than 20 weeks could feel pain. Not the medical finding, but the legislative decision. The legislative decision, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that state that tried to define pi as three. Yeah. Because they just wanted to. Yeah, because it, it made it easy. Made math easy. So uh, there was... Witnesses for and against the bill, and I, I thought this was rather funny. Uh, the witnesses for were the Texas Catholic Conference of Bishops, it, kind of the usual suspects, Women's Wellness Coalition, Texas Eagle Forum, whatever that is, uh, Concerned Women for America of Texas, and the Alliance for Life, of course, and then uh, at the end it says, and eight individuals. Huh. So, so there, there were some individuals that testified for the bill. Against the bill, uh, na- Planned Parenthood, Obviously. National Organization for Women at UTSA, American Civil, uh, the ACLU, um, blah, 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 and about 325 individuals. Not all of which I think got to speak. No, 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 no not at all. But... They were lined up waiting. There were a lot of people already against this bill who were willing to come out and be against this bill. Now, that, to me, is kind of people uh, standing up and saying, hey. I want to be a part of the democratic process, and I want my voice heard. Exactly. Now, we can't always legislate just on popularity. No, 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 no. Because that's how we got Prop 8 in the first place. Sure. But it does show that it is not every Texan's lockstep dream to have abortions banned. Yeah. And, and, of course, say the Catholic Conference of, of Bishops, for example, represent millions of people. So, you know, they don't have to have all of those individuals come in, but whatever. Devil's Advocate is for every one person that writes a letter to their senator, there's exactly. a thousand people who believe the same way, and right. so they count it that way. So let's, let's move on to uh, uh, what happened. Long story short, a lot of these propositions within the bill, one of the worst things is they would close all... So there are some 50 or so abortion clinics within the state. These measures, including the surgical suite, the attending privileges, and all that, would close all but five abortion clinics in the state. And as we mentioned, Texas is a big state, so we might have one in San Antonio, one in Austin, one in Houston, one in Dallas, and one in El Paso. Yeah. And that's a hell of a lot of other state that can't do this. That's a lot of driving. And that's and and that makes it difficult for someone who can't get away for for whatever reason just to to get to a place where they can have health care. And of course this also hurts planned parenthood. Yeah. Uh, well, they've already been defunded anyway. There's all the so. defunding stuff. So we had all these people testifying for and against, hundreds of people s- standing up for 
and against this, and then we had one senator saying, I'm going to stand up for even longer. Yes. And she did, and she went on for a good About 12, 12 hour. hours um, fil- filibustering, and she had to follow the rules, which meant she wasn't allowed to lean on anything, she couldn't have any help from anybody else, she wasn't allowed to leave to go to the bathroom. No food, no, no drinks, drinks, no leaning, no bathroom, um, and she had to remain germane to the subject. Yeah, she couldn't is, just read The Great Gatsby. Right, exactly. which is completely different from federal filibustering where you can read anything and you can receive somebody can basically take over the filibuster for you. Yeah, it, it Which we all learned from that episode so of the West Wing. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Okay. This is the more updated version. Oh, I see. You're just not learned. I'm not. I've only seen that couple of clips from West Wing. Whatever. So while she was talking, apparently... A few times during the whole procedure, she was warned, and she got three—you know—three chances to mess up and keep going. Right. Uh, apparently, once she kind of slipped off topic, according to the Republicans, and then the second time, someone was trying to like fit a back brace well, on her. Well, the, and the, 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 the two times that she was warned about going off topic, she mm-hmm. was talking about uh, the abortion pill. Are you four eighty six? Are you four eighty six? She she talked about Planned Parenthood. And she also talked about Roe versus Wade, and then uh, and the the sonogram bill, then the sonogram bill, and then someone helped her with a back brace, and so that was one of the dings against her. Yeah. Now she managed to get to within, I guess, what ten minutes of midnight when the session was close, Uh, and that's when the uh, Dewhurst, who was presiding over the whole thing, decided that he was going to try and shut her down. And the people in the gallery started yelling, so they couldn't take the vote. Yeah. So, so the, supposedly they took the vote. Well, they went behind closed doors to take the vote. Not, not yet. Not, not quite yet. Because okay. what happened is the Associated Press said that they took the vote before midnight and that they passed the legislation. Then they went behind closed doors to try and figure everything out, and they kicked everybody out. And some people were getting arrested for taking pictures, and they shut down the bathrooms. And so there was a, there was some it being nasty to the gallery, uh, to the what they were considering to be abusive and hostile gallery. And so they were they were being kind right. of cruel to them. And so there was a vote taken, but originally the vote showed that it was taken and on, on the twenty sixth. After midnight. After midnight. Three minutes after midnight, to be precise. And somehow, that got changed to the 25th. Now, according to what I've read, this legislative website automatically updates, according to the time. So it looks like they physically had to go in there and change the time on the website to make it look like they passed right. it on the on the day before. There were several Twitterers who were taking pictures from the official website, as well as I saw one picture that was of a paper that had it listed as the 26th. Yeah. Because their big thing was, oh, well, the website isn't the official record, and then somebody posted a picture of... Quote, the, official the official record, record yeah. <laughs> showing the 26th, and then like five minutes later, another picture of it where it was dated the 25th. Yeah, we we found that 
quite interesting that all of this was going. I, I, I guess I'm a little surprised that they they were such the Republicans in this case were such sore losers and were trying to go back and basically broke the law by by changing the official record and of course by trying to stop the filibuster um, through. I know they were basically trying to. I'm trying to use non-loaded words here. They were yeah. trying to bully their way into forcing this legislation through. Yeah. And basically imposing their will on everybody else. And I think the final vote was something like 19 to 10 or something like that. Probably along party lines, but it's not a fully unanimous idea to ban abortions and have these severe restrictions and close abortion clinics and all that. But despite that, apparently people like Rick Perry and the, the head of the legislature think that it is important to call these issues in, quote-unquote, special sessions that we know cost extra money outside of budget. And they there were things like, because they were trying to delay this bill to try to prevent a filibuster in the first place before it get called, they didn't address things like a big transportation bill. A big, I think a big water bill didn't go through yeah. of paying for roads or how to deal with water crises in the state of Texas. And instead, they're worried about these culture war things that I understand from their point of view, they are trying to protect life as they see it. Until the child was born, then they don't give a fuck. Right. But the idea that their idea or the highway and that they're going to make this happen no matter what is not exactly critical thinking as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And it's certainly not representing your constituents. Yeah. It's not representing all of Texas. It's yeah. Some and of Texas, yes, but I not do all. understand that it's very difficult to get uh, 25 million people. You, they're all going to have different ideas. I mean, you can't get two churches to agree on the same idea, much less... 25, I think it's 25 million people. Yeah, something like that. Well, especially in Texas, where the idea of being very independent and, you know, don't mess with Texas and yeah. remember the Alamo and we will stand. And, and personal freedoms and yeah. freedom. And, yeah. Now and we, you, you can't tell me what to do. That kind of um, yeah. we, mindset is, is gloried in Texas. And we're, we're not going to rehash the, the arguments of pro and against abortion. We've talked about this before. Uh, and the cognitive dissonance that people have about the the welfare mom, uh, or or like um, the representative or senator, I can't remember what he is, Michael Burgess, who was voting who was voting for this because of masturbating fetuses. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some really bad science, a lot of ignorance, and not just a little bit of bigotry going into the 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 votes on this. But, but unfortunately. Rick Perry has called in a second session of course, specifically yes. to deal with this issue. Yeah, that's the thing, is they lost. And just like uh, in the United States House, where the Republicans, Republicans keep trying to make these... Um, the Obamacare. Sy- the, the Obamacare, the symbolic votes against the, uh, Obamacare. There's better things to spend your time on. This is not going to pass... You're you're wasting my money. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Stop. Get on with the act. 
of doing what you were hired to do, and that is not to uh, be a push a your personal agenda partisan yeah. jackass. It is time to think of all your constituents, yeah. not just the ones you agree with. And and all this partisan like my way or the highway, very idealistic thinking has led to things like apparently. Either during or just after the filibuster, sometime in the last 24 hours, I believe Representative uh, Senator Davis's one of her offices was, was firebombed. Firebombed. So it's you. It's like the uh, Representative Giffords. You get enough people talking about how bad these people are and how evil they are for promoting whatever legislation you happen to disagree with, that they feel they have to come to violence. Yeah. Over a disagreement over issues and i understand abortion is an extremely charged issue and each side believes they are right for different reasons but that that's going to lead to violence never a good idea and it doesn't show it's it's like the argument from hitler of you know once you start firebombing people or using hitler in an argument you've lost the argument right well that's basically what senator bill zedler did he called a fellow legislative person he called Rep. Or Senator Davis a terrorist for opposing it in filibustering. Yeah. You don't do that. You had uh, a crazy woman from Alaska. Um, Sarah Palin? Sarah Palin. I think it was, it was after the Giffords thing, but probably before uh, Sandy Hook, that she was talking about, you know, putting a target on... The you know not the enemies but the the opposition of, yeah that, of, yeah gun it, well it wasn't, it wasn't just Palin it was it was the Republican yeah. Party the GOP who said well let's target these people let's target these seats and they used a a bullet yeah or, a, a scope I, they put the scope a on the reticle or whatever it's called or yeah but yeah that charged language that charged imagery that I'm sure happens on the Democratic side as well yeah. just not quite as violent as far as I can tell. It's, it is lopsided. We try to be fair to both sides and say, you know, Democrats have their crazy people who don't believe in, you know, medicine and are anti-big pharma just as much as the Republicans are crazy with their creationists. But currently but the Republicans have, in general, have yeah, the soapbox. <laughs> they, the soapbox in Texas and, and the crazy. The They do a lot of the crazy. Yeah. I mean, Democrats aren't great, but they're not quite as crazy as the Republicans yeah. nowadays. So the the problem with soapboxes, of course, is that it gets you off the ground. And that keeps you from being grounded quite but you literally. have the, the height advantage in a battle. Isn't that Sun Tzu's kind of art of war Sure, thing? That's, that's the high ground, but you are no longer a part of the ground. And according to Green Tidings, also the uh, Earth Runners... This is a this is a bad thing. Uh, not being grounded is very dangerous and can cause all manner of disease. Now, are they talking about being like grounded in your community and connected to the people around you? And they are talking literally of putting your feet grounded. on the ground, also called earthing. Well, when I go on hikes, you know, I'm around the ground and I'm walking along the ground. But, you're, but you are not in contact with the ground directly. You are separated by a, usually, I imagine, a thin strip of rubber which keeps you from being Yes, grounded. I walk on condoms. Yes. That's why. Okay, latex. Oh, same thing. All right. So, <laughs> there, was, there was a post that went around uh, earlier this week. On the Facebooks? 
on the Facebooks, which just made me facepalm and laugh. Unfortunately, it comes from a person who suffers from fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia? Yeah. Fibromyalgia. And And she has some other problems, and she's constantly looking for something to relieve the pain and everything like that. And... And unfortunately, she is not really a critical thinker, so she's often posting wooey tripe. And this is one of those. Uh, And this all started with a picture of an outline of of a human. And it has the the person's foot on grass. And then near the, the cranial level, it says plus 350 volts. So that means that between your between the ground head. level and the head level, there's a difference in voltage? There's a potential of 350 volts, according to this picture. It doesn't give any references for the picture. It doesn't say where it's coming, where this 350 volts is coming from. It doesn't know if it's your body or just difference in the atmosphere or yeah, it what the hell is going on. It doesn't say. But according to this, wearing shoes, the line of 350 volts goes right through your ear, which means that you have 350 volts potential across your body. But... If you don't wear shoes while walking on the ground, the 350 volts just magically goes over you like an umbrella, and then you get some sort of aura. So you have zero volts. Force field. Yeah, which is kind of how grounding works. You know, you you ground yourself out, so you you you're at the same potential. So current can't flow through you. Now you're talking standard electrical outlet grounding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to this stuff. Right. Well, working. Well. They use the same language, and they actually use the same ideas, but they get it completely and utterly wrong. Um, So, yeah, usually, like, when I was working in the telecommunications and we were working around 48 volts and 240 volts of AC and DC and just basically around power, you know, you grind yourself out, and, and of course, you make sure that the hot wires are turned off. That's That's a good idea. That's important, Yeah. yeah. And so you're trying to be at the same potential so that you don't get this large current flowing through you, right? So, <sighs> these guys, uh, Green Tidings and, and Earth Runners, starts out with a quote. Well, this whole thing is going to be... They, they say... A grounded human being is someone who is connected to and receives direct benefit from the infinite free electron source generated directly from our planet. Source required. (laughs) Citation needed. Thank you. So we're grounded when we hold the same electrical potential as the Earth's surface. True. So you're at the same potential. Electrons are absorbed or discharged via the skin, mainly through our feet in contact with the ground. What? Uh, Keep going. Okay. (laughs) There's an ancient and profoundly yet hugely common sense principle of well-being that's currently resurging amidst enthusiastic stories of of its success. And that's just one paragraph. That's the first, yeah, that's basically the... The first real paragraph, the other one is just is the, yeah. outside the intro. I was saying before we started the show that whenever I go through these articles, I'll highlight the interesting things to talk about or the weird stuff. This thing is highlighted almost every freaking sentence because it's yeah. all the crazy. It's it just, is, it's, it's smack dab 
chucklish as full, you know? Yeah. So before we get fully into it, there's a, a blog on earthrunners.com from August 13th, 2012, mm-hmm. and that's what this the whole article is with. You can read it all along with us, but also there's a, f- I found it funny, but also fucked up, video <laughs> on from YouTube that Gary posted to the Facebook page. Yeah. A couple days earlier, so early this oh, week, and and yes. it is it's just seven minutes nutty. of hilarity. <laughs> yes, because yeah, everybody talks like it's this. it's very new agey. So they they do have and a guy who's a scientist who's actually talking some real science about grounding and earthing, and you know removing potential from the body and all that. And then they just cut from this guy who's doing sort of engineering stuff, although this is his idea, to the wacky new agers. Mm, sure. I know, and they're all just so damn moderated and even. <laughs> and look at the quanta flow from your body. Yeah, let the and mother was, goddess rise up, up through, through you. you. The energy surrounds us and binds <laughs> us. <laughs> yes, that was my Frank Oz invitation. And indeed, we get to... The, the universe is all about energy. And they talk about the ancients having many names, having studied the properties of energy, you know, cheeky, blah, 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 blah. Its electrical charge is the spark of life that animates us. They've read Frankenstein entirely too many times. Yes. And then they get to starting to make claims. Starting with the fact that this idea of, like, the electrons we absorb... Well, all this kind of stuff has been called by many names throughout history, including chi, qi, qi, life force energy, prana, mana, orgon, electrons, <laughs> no. shakti, and kundalini, and more. It's like, no, no one yeah, has ever said that qi was electrons. If it was electrons, you could measure it, and no, no one has ever measured qi. No. Okay, sorry. That's okay. But... I was I was talking more along the claim of quote diseases caused oh, yes. when our cells have too little voltage and are running at too low a frequency. Now I am not a biologist, but I've you know hung out with doctors and biologists, and no, they've never mentioned anything about the frequency of a cell or that they need that they have little bitty radio shack batteries in them yes apparently mm. each cell is a battery oh, well, that okay. has a specific voltage and frequency well, and if that frequency is out of alignment then you you are ill forgetting viruses bacteria even molds or you know being bit by a bear forget all that disease I mean, I'm going back to my, my, you know, seventh grade biology class here. Now, wasn't the mitochondria dis- described as the battery of the cell that kept the cell going? In a- Is that what they're talking about? Is that what's out it's of whack? It's more like the factory of the cell because it takes in, like, ATP and uses it to make stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it's not I a battery. I don't know. These- ATP is the battery, and that's just chemical storage of, of energy. But mm. Energy being potential work, not a energy field that surrounds us and and binds binds us us and not this luminous matter are we no we're made up of midichlorians everyone's obviously but continuing on with their they they do touch a little science oh yeah yeah but they fuck it up yeah they 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 constantly start out with something that might sound a little bit right but then go off onto a tangent uh 
For example, surrounding and permeating each living thing, from this living, breathing planet down to the smallest single cell organism, is a bioelectromagnetic magnetic field. Okay. okay. This field is a function of the vitality presence in that being. Uh, okay. This is the same arguments that people have used to say that you should wear a magnet around your wrist. Okay. In another's presence, you may sense this as radiance or a glow, or you feel a charge of electricity when approaching <laughs> someone with whom you share a mutual attraction. Now, that's not we the- do not actually <laughs> feel a burst of electricity unless you're walking through the room in socks ah, on the carpet. They get onto that next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I do. We've all felt surprise due to shocks by static electricity. At these moments, we're a conductor for that excess charge. No. No, we are not a conductor. That's the whole point. If we were a conductor, we wouldn't have the static electricity on us because it would be conducted through us. It, that, it builds up and then jumps. It builds up and jumps. Because we're not conducting it. We're not right. absorbing it because it builds up kind of on our skin. And the reason that... So, right, we In build our hair. Up, we, yeah. Well, we build up charges, and when usually it's your finger because it's pointed... And you have enough charge on your finger, for example, that when you get near something that is grounded or earth, that you can break down the air and cause that spark. That's why we're not just always constantly shooting sparks, because you have to be very close, and it's usually a couple of millimeters. Right. But apparently, according to them, we are constantly, we should be, if we're barefoot and out on the ground, not just in my house on a carpet... Constantly absorbing electrons from the ground through our feet. No. To make this happen, which electrons are not stopped by all that. Electrons could go through the ground, through my the concrete of the foundation, through the carpet, into my shoe, into me. Yep. Our electrons are not like, you know, they don't. Put <laughs> up against the, the the floor and say, "Well, fuck this, I'm going home." Yeah, but but I understand kind of what they're trying to say is that they're going to follow a path of least. I mean, they're not going to just jump from the left to the right. They they have to follow a path, which is usually right. a conductor of. Some so they sort. hear something sciency and then go wooey. With uh, it. Absolutely. Then they go on to say that our bodies and disease uh, are caused by free radical da- damage and that. If your electrons are low on, a, or sorry, if your cells are low on electrons, they'll steal electrons from another cell. But this is kind oh, of where they God. they started with the sciency, because free radicals are actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Free radicals are basically a, a molecule that gets into your cell or whatever, and it's an unstable molecule because it has an uneven amount of electrons. Yeah. So that unstable molecule molecule is very active and wants to either react with something else or steal an electron from another atom so that it becomes more normal. And thus, because you've stolen an electron from something else, that could be an electron from a DNA molecule or a protein that's vitally necessary or the cell wall or something like that, and things get destabilized. And that does cause some injury and sometimes cancer, especially if DNA is hit. But, and, and yes, antioxidants deal with free radicals. But it's not like, well, then all I have to do is eat up all the antioxidants and get rid of all the free radicals, because free radicals are required for actual stuff in the body, including killing 
actual diseases. It, it's involved it, in the immune system. And if this were true, uh, if you were low on electrons, you could step into an electron beam. Yeah. Or stick your finger into a light socket. But that's what they're saying. So that if you're grounded to the ground and your groundiness, you are absorbing electrons up from the ground, which take the place of, of well, that extra that need for is, an electron. This is this is the problem. And so they start with yes, there are free radicals, there are antioxidants, and it involves electrons, but they go they go completely well, the wrong way. Well, it, they get it wrong. Yes. So. They, and Chemical. this is this is one of the videos that that uh, no I didn't post this video but we'll talk about it here because it it's it's relevant. funny. A simple voltmeter test offers direct evidence how grounding eliminates excess electrical charge and thus helps inflammation. Uh, uncertified assertion. Um, <laughs> by bringing the body into electrical balance with the earth, for energy depleted persons, grounding helps us by. Uploading vital electrons, re-energizing the body's electrical state. No. That's the whole point of grounding, is you don't have flow. You are not receiving electrons from the ground when you ground yourself. You are at the same potential. You can only have flow if there's a difference. If there's, if there's a difference. And you have just stopped that. See, I'm not an electrical engineer, and I understand that. So and then they go and remember how you, great you felt running. No, no, wait, let's go back because this 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 is the, this is the this is the thing. okay. So now we get into the video from Earth Runners and they they sell these really cool little flip flop things which look ugly as shit. Uh, yeah. So, they have no support whatsoever. And I'm sorry, your arches are gonna hurt once you wear those shoes. I looked the, at them. A lot of people like that. Though. So think of. Birkenstocks, but even crappier and probably more uncomfortable. Well, your your basic Walmart flip flop. Yeah. So sorry, your basic five dollar flip flop, which is just a, a, a piece of rubber or vinyl or something. In this place, it looks basically like cork. Okay. Which is why I thought Birkenstocks. Well, cork would be good because cork will then conform to your feet eventually, which is why Birkenstocks become so so comfortable. Eventually. However, in the Earth Runners, they've shoved. Copper, all the way through. Little, little, basically cylinders of copper, yeah. under like like your heel, the middle of your foot, and like four of your toes. Probably acupressure points, I would imagine. Oh goody, combining our woo. No, I'm sure they do. Now, what that does, literally, is that does ground you out, and it has a really cool demonstration. I actually like the demonstration because it shows you what grounding does. Uh, so this <laughs> this guy, I'm gonna call him a hippie. This hippie. <laughs> is sitting underneath high-voltage power lines. Now, high-voltage power lines... It reminds me of that joke, you know, what is the last thing a a redneck says? Hey, y'all, watch this! Hold my beer! So, he's he's sitting underneath high-voltage power lines. High-voltage power lines tend to run anywhere from 12,000 volts um, in local area stuff, to, to local distribution... All the way up to the long distance power lines, which are running about 110,000 volts. So, and they're what, 50 feet high or something like that. So you could probably, it, well, it, electricity doesn't work that way. You can't just divide up 110,000 or 12,000 volts and say at three feet you're going to get, you know, 500 volts or whatever. But so he's sitting underneath the power lines with a voltmeter, 
And he has one end stuck into the ground, literally into the ground, and the other he's got on his uh, placed on his arm on a grounding strap. And so when he is not grounded to when he's not grounded, he doesn't have his feet you on the ground. You can say grounded to the ground, because right. sounds funny. Yeah. Uh, when, when his feet are on the ground and he's attached to his voltmeter, he has 3.2 volts uh, potential between his arm and the ground. And then when he puts his feet on the ground, not with the earth runners, but with just with a regular shoe, it drops to 1.9 volts or 0.9 volts or something. Anyway, it, it reduces. But then when he puts on the sandals or just puts his feet on the ground, he Barefoot. has zero potential. Yeah. So that means the amount of electron flow is reducing. Yeah. And, and at zero, it's, there's, no, there's no flow. So it's doing the opposite of what they say. Exactly. But what's funny is he says, oh, we have 3.2 volts. That's rather high. No. Really? Human skin. Lick a 9-volt battery. Yeah. That's not that bad. Yeah. Human skin has a has a resistance of when it's totally soaking wet of about I think it's a hundred ohms, maybe a thousand ohms. But when it's dry, when just an irregular walking around in the sun kind of thing, like he is, your skin has a resistance of over ten thousand. Uh, depending on where you're measuring, you know, measuring across the chest, measuring, you know, how much skin, the more skin you add between the two nodes, the more your resistance is going to be. Resistance being less likely to conduct. Right. It resists the flow of electrons. Now, it's it's not the voltage that kills you, it's the amps. Because the amps is literally the flow of the electrons, and that's what's going to cause damage to your cells. Volts just allow the flow to be either faster faster or slower it's the speed it's the speed it's 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 potential how fast can you go which is why you have 110,000 volts difference between the the big the wires lines. and the ground okay. and those are usually carrying uh, there, there's a direct relationship between voltage resistance and current so the higher the voltage the less current you're going to have, uh, V equals IR. So 110,000 volts, you can transmit a shitload of energy using, I don't know what, 100 amps or 1,000 amps or whatever. So when you eventually get the voltage down to, say, house voltage, which in the United States is going to be 120, uh, you have all of this amps to play with. Because the amps go up because your voltage dropped, right? Uh, anyway, it's, it's electromagnetic theory, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to do it. But V equals IR, simple relationship. Okay. And copper wiring tends to have uh, low resistance. There's lots of caveats here, and <laughs> I, I just won't go into them. But let's just let's just say with that. I appreciate some of the background explanation, yeah. which apparently these guys, these hippy dippies, they decided no not to look into. Yeah, three volts is not high. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long-winded okay. say of it's not going to do <laughs> may, anything. May I point out to you when you guys start giving me that look when it's something anthropological and and, and forensic? Yeah, I'm giving you that look right okay. now. <laughs> okay, we got it. Okay, we're moving on. Yeah. I, th- in fact, I'll probably cut a lot of this, <laughs> so you'll... Be an internet extra! Exactly. So, 
they just keep going on and on and on about how grounding is great. And eventually, it, it effectively comes down to walking on the grass feels good, and yeah, therefore it, it's It devolves awesome. fully into, you know, <laughs> you're connecting with Mother Nature, you're up close and having your... Up, like it, it, it's like the Christianity speak of having a personal relationship with Jesus. It's Only a personal it's relationship with, with the electrons. Her. her. Uh, yeah, there was big, yeah, there was a lot of like Gaia sort of. Oh yeah, very much. The, well, it the is green. Grace green. and generosity of the Earth. Forget the fact that everything on Earth, with a few exceptions, is probably trying to kill us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but that's probably why dogs never get sick ever because they're constantly. Oh, in touch with the ground. In touch with the ground, except that you know you keep your dog inside on the concrete, on the carpet. Whatever, it's not in touch with the ground. It's not in touch with the ground. <laughs> now I'm wondering what they would say about like asphalt. Not in touch with the ground. Has to be the dirt or the grass. But it's made from products that you dig out of the earth, oil I, and rock. What I thought was funny was the 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 um, the thing that would fit on the bed. You guys uh, see that? Yeah, yeah. That you could. Oh, yeah. Basically, it's this thing that you know is made out of all natural materials that you could plug into the the grounding of your wall outlet. Yeah. So it's not. <laughs> so you got the three pronged out wall outlet. The, the two eyes and the mouth. You don't plug it into the two eyes. You just plug, plug it, into it into the, the mouth, mouth grounding station. So the the idea is you you have this wonderful Wait. mat that you put on your bed or you put under your desk so you can put your feet on it. And you just base, you, 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 you stick you a knife into the into the wall, yeah. which is fine. I mean, the the, the one but it's not doing anything, right? Although, despite it probably, all the modern precautions that we have, circuit breakers yeah. and and all that kind of fun stuff. No, no, let's let's all have our own personal grounds. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we should. And while sitting at your desk, then if you're wearing a, a wool sweater, you may not get shocks. Until you get up and walk around. But then you'll be wearing your copper-filled, ugly sandal things that yeah. are probably really uncomfortable. Quite possibly. I can't imagine that copper poking in the bottom of your feet no. is any more comfortable than walking on rocks. Yeah. So anybody who sees me at TAM in a couple weeks, I will be wearing sandals, but they will not be grounding sandals. I think you should get some. Oh, no. <laughs> Gosh, no. Anyway, so I just thought this this made me laugh so hard, and then just kind of the face palming, and that was a seven or nine minute video that yeah. that they put out was just so funny. I couldn't decide whether to, to to post this on the the Earthing site, so I'll just read it to you, dear listeners. Yeah, because the the posts on the Facebook feed of that picture of just the electrical voltage difference thing. <laughs> It was a lot of kind of, oh, this is great, this has worked for me, this is wonderful. I like walking in the grass. Yeah, it feels <laughs> wonderful, it works perfectly. And then one smart person actually said, watch out for hookworm. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you kind of wanted to do a snarky thing, didn't you? Yeah, and I still may. It, it all depends on whether I want to start receiving all these nasty hate little mail. hate mail. So, here it is. Here's what I thought about posting. What you want to say, deep down inside. That's right. Quote. Question. Does the earthing stop the millicruentian from affecting the flobgasters in the cell's bleem glanges? This question makes as much sense as the pseudoscience I read in the text accompanying the nonsensical picture. 
If you have 350 volts potential across your body, you may be in the process of being electrocuted, and it is not recommended. Signed, an (laughs) electrical engineer. Exactly. Just stupid. And then the Richard Dawkins put out a video that was just (laughs) bizarre. Psychedelic as hell. (laughs) Yeah. But I I understood kind of what he was doing. He was... And it actually worked. It was a meme that he created because it was bad, and people started spreading it. So the question is, are people going to start modifying it, like they do with the Grumpy Cat and all that stuff? Right. You know, is it actually going to be a meme, or is it just one of those, uh, and everybody moves on? Well, I'll share Moments. the piano playing cat, and that'll be that. Yeah. Um, but... I, it was very '90s music, and I really and, and wanted the, the beat yeah, the to kick in. Music was annoying. As I, I want, I wanted, I wanted the bass to drop. At the end, Dawkins walks out and plays an iwi. Yeah, which is kind of neat. I do. Not a kiwi. No. <laughs> EWI <laughs> electronic wind instrument. Ah, uh, okay. Speaking I just of thought wind. it was very strange to see him in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched his lectures that he gave on the on the Darwin cruise. No. Hmm. He does. He dresses down sometimes. <laughs> he never mind. I was gonna take that one way further. Oh, uh, click on mental image. Drag to trash. Empty trash. Ah, okay. Wow. I guess that's it, it for tonight. I think yeah. that, that that pretty much does it. We're not gonna do lightning round because we were busy bitching about, about local politics. Local and politics. Grounding hippies. And grounding hippies. Grounding grounding hippies and local politics. Yeah. <laughs> and national politics. And national. Yeah. And love and and our gay and lesbian. And, and here's trans a, here's a, a, what we have to say is that if you don't approve of gay marriage, don't get one. <laughs> but let everybody else who does approve and wants one have one. And if you don't approve of gay marriage, uh, I am too damn sh- bad. I, well, no, it's more that I am shocked that you have made it all the way to episode 116 of the Skeptic Wire, <laughs> because we are pretty obviously on the pro side. Yeah, pretty much. Well, okay, no, we are on the pro gay marriage side. We are not on the pro as in professional side. Because we are yeah, not professional. Going to be my, despite our jazz hands while we talk. <laughs> I don't always do jazz hands, but when I do d- jazz hands, it's yeah. Dosekis. Well, if you guys find any fun, stupid stuff that you would like to share with us, please feel free to go to our Facebook page, like it, and then post it on our Facebook page. And we love to talk about things that listeners have posted and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, so like us on Facebook. I think yeah. you said that. Join our Twitter feed. Give us a review on iTunes. That always helps. Or tell yeah. a friend, like, you know, Donna told Freddy Krueger, listen to our podcast. <laughs> and he did. He's going to haunt our dreams. <laughs> or you can always drop us an email. Skepticwire at gmail.com. Yep. All right, so thank you for joining us this week. And we will talk at you next week. Bye. And a- Big shout-out and thanks to Robert England for, for giving us a shout-out and, and letting us uh, use his voice. And his likeness. And his likeness. That's awesome. <laughs>
That is super cool. But it's not just celebrities that we enjoy having as fans. It's everybody. everybody. Yeah, we appreciate everybody who posts a link on our Facebook mm-hmm. page and just interacts with us because we're lonely. Yeah, we are. Especially Greg. All right, I was going to say that if okay, you come to talk. TAM, come up and talk to me, but now it's going to sound pathetic, Gary. Thanks. Jeez. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't have enough time to be lonely. I, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, people are going to come up to me at TAM and say, oh, hey, have a skeptic wire button, and they're going to walk away slowly. Like, no, no, fine. We're good. Accept okay. the button or he will hunt you down. <laughs> and love you. Yeah, see, I made it even creepier. Yeah, that's my job. You do that very well. Thank you. All right, right, so we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Maybe we're not just talking at them. Maybe we're actually having a conversation that we just don't hear them yelling at us, going, That's wrong! (laughs) Get off my lawn! Shut up! No, that's just me after you guys leave. Oh, okay. You should write this stuff down. Probably what's happening is they're going, Get out of my head! (laughs) (laughs) What are these voices doing? (laughs) Every time I put on these headphones, these voices come. Kill them all. That's what No! Don't kill. That is the message of the Skeptic Wire in virtually every podcast. Please don't kill people. Please don't kill. Uh, the reason I said that, there was an X-Files episode uh, where electronics, people get into their cell phones or they go into an elevator and somebody was mucking about and sending the psychotic signals through this thing and it could pop up and say, kill them all. And then they'd go out and they'd start killing people. And it never tells you have a hot dog. Yeah. So go to the the beach. I was rooming with my brother in in college at this time, and we all had HP programmable calculators, which had alarms that we could set, you know, times and stuff like that. And so I, at a random time, like some, I I was like eleven thirteen, thirteen seconds, something like that. No, I think it was is that one thirteen, thirteen thirteen. Um. And so I programmed that in his calculator, and he didn't know that he could do this. So, <laughs> and he he got back later that day, and he was mad at me, but also laughing because he was in the middle of a test <laughs> <laughs> when the alarm went off and disturbed everybody. And so it says, "Came up with kill them all." <laughs> it's like finding a Doctor Who fan and changing their desktop theme to be a still shot of one of the Weeping Angels. And you've got 50 copies of the same photo, which was just a standard Weeping Angel. But your 51st one is one of the scary face right up against the camera. And just let the comedy ensue. I've done that. (laughs) I had it on mine, and somebody borrowed my laptop, and they were doing the thing, and they shut down whatever program it was, and it had just changed. And they were like, holy shit! And I'm like, hee hee! (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
Do you need to change your underwear now? 